G'day and welcome to Oceanic Gaming Radio. That's OG to the R Baby uh, podcast, a little podcast here from Perth, Western Australia, where we talk about gaming in all forms, all its wonderful, beautiful forms, gaseous, <laughs> solid, liquid, plasma, <laughs> all the rest of it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, welcome. My name's El Capitan, El Capo, Capo, uh, and alongside me, as always, are one of my wonderful friends, Pavloverface and Grizzly Gaming eighty six. Welcome, boys. Ahoy, ahoy. Pav's, um, Pav's, got Pav's muted. Sp- he's got the spicy cough, so he's. Yeah. Um... You thought he was spicy before. You should see him now. <laughs> he's fucking real spicy. Um, but yeah, I hope we we are uh, we are we are wishing you a. Swift recovery, our, our good friend Pav. Um, I feel better soon, buddy. We love you. Um, would um, okay. come over and give you a big hug if um, it didn't mean exposing myself to COVID. <laughs> Speaking of coming yeah. over to see Pav, we need to have some beers in the new property, surely, mm. at yep. some point. Housewarming, Pav. Need to do some burnouts on his front lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. at, you know, that's how you uh, that's how you christen someone's new house. You go and do a burnout on their front lawn. Um, how are you how going, Capo? Are you good, mate? How's your yeah, week I'm been, good. mate? Yeah, um, actually, I was I was feeling like shit Friday, so I took Friday off. Um, Ooh, bit of a cold, nice. didn't test positive to COVID or anything, but um, come good, come good, good. Now, dude. There is some flus around. Oh there's yes, some, there's some yeah big ones out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, uh, I'm, I'm feeling fine now. Um, it was kind of just a, like a day virus thing, and then Saturday I was a little bit garbo, but kind of just cruised around and. Um, but yeah, for the most part, was fine. Um, actually, crazy fucking thing happened um, on coming which day it was. But, anyways, I th- I've already told you this story, Grizz, but I'm going to tell it tell yeah, it again yeah, for the yeah. people at it's home. It's a good it's story, fucking man. sick. Good story. So, yeah. went and bought Xenoblade Chronicles three um, because wanted to play the game, obviously. And so, went into EB Games to get a physical copy. Uh, was prepared to sort of price match it, all that kind of jazz. Anyways. Go and grab the game, uh, stand in line. And there's this English bloke in front of me and he's got a big bag full of shit. And I'm going, oh, fuck, don't trade in fucking games. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. I just want to go and play my fucking game. Uh, mm-hmm. So basically he's like, oh, g'day. Just wanted to trade in my PS4 and about a billion fucking PS4 games. And I was like, oh, Do they only no. have one person at the counter? Yeah, Capital only had one person there. there. So, right. And you know what yeah. they got to do? They got to... They got to fucking go through every single game and assign a value, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. check all the fucking discs, all that kind of shit. Anyway, so I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So, you know, jump on my phone and kind of overhearing the bloke talking to um, the person working and he was just saying to her, oh, yeah, you know, got to got to take in my, um, got to trade all my shit in because I've got to go head back to the UK because, um, you know, my job, you know, I've got to go back over there, yada, 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 and just didn't have time to put my PS4 on, on, on Gumtree or whatever. And she was like, oh, okay, no worries. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And uh, anyway, so, you know, honestly, like 15 minutes, 20 minutes later, finally. Uh, You're being... Fucking impeccable manners. Thank you very much. Um, but, yeah, so anyways, um, uh, racked up about $270 worth of worth of credit. And, and he's like, oh, can I put this on like a, like a gift card or something to give to my mate before I go, you know, because, I mean, I'm, there's no point in me having this money, obviously. So... And she was like, oh, no, you have to spend it within the same transaction. And so oh. he was like, oh, fuck, okay. I didn't know that was the thing, dude. Is that well, a that's thing? Just how okay. it, well, it's probably not. It's probably just what EB Games does because that's just how they do it. Anyways, mm. 
So he just turns around. I'm the only person in the store. He turns around to me and goes, do you want 270 bucks? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck, are you serious? So this guy was just like, yeah, mate, go for it. I mean, I can't do anything with it. I'm, I'm flying out like tonight. So, um, yeah, all yours. Enjoy. So Holy bought Xenoblade, gosh. put a couple of games on pre-order, bought a fucking new uh, Nintendo Switch Pro controller, and, uh, yeah, it was fucking sick. <laughs> Such a Dude, fucking oh, karma, right place, right time. Karma, Cap. Karma, yeah. mate, 100%. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. for all the good shit you've done, mate, 100%. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yep. So there you go. Lucky score for old Capo. But, yeah, I mean, nothing Oops, really, top, really tops that. So um, pretty fuck. Oh, um. Uh, had a baby scan on Wednesday because Wednesday was my birthday. Actually, that was another thing that happened. Um, last happy week, birthday. Wednesday. Was, uh, Yo, yeah. should, we should Thanks, sing man. happy birthday to you, Cap. No, Pav will. Do that. Yeah, Pav will do it after <laughs> after the show. Um, that's yeah. a, yeah. a sneaky little post show, um, you know, uh, uh, reward for the people watching live via Twitch, mm-hmm. uh, which you can do every Monday from uh, 7 p.m. AWST, by the way. Um, but yeah, so uh, had a baby scan. Uh, the baby's still. Two and a half weeks ahead of schedule, um, so it's be yeah, a monster. It's going to be a fucking monster. huge baby. Six foot, ninety seventh percentile in weight, and it's his head is like three weeks ahead in in size. I <laughs> so wonder how much of that head is beard. You reckon? Sure. Well, it would have to be out. at least half of it, surely. <laughs> well, you can't see hair follicles in in ultrasound, so we'll have to wait sure and see. Right. Just how uh, mm-hmm. just how bearded this child is, but um, but yeah, so that was another really fun thing. Uh, but yeah, so that was kind of the week that was for me. It didn't do an awful lot other than that, but yeah. Dang. So, oh, actually, another thing I did was I made an epic, epic fucking cheese board. It was oh awesome. really? Didn't you make a curry yeah. tonight as well, Cap? Yeah, I made or a curry just, tonight, dude. You told me you were gonna. This was about five or six episodes ago, Cap. You go. One of the things that I want to do is start cooking. Real good food. Is this is this happening, mate? Is it? Is this uh, I cook a fair seeing? bit actually at the moment. Okay, just because we, you know, we're not minimising how much we eat out or anything, but just trying to make sure that Mia has some nutritious food and stuff like that. So, um, curries mm. are super easy, dude. Like, so like you just go and buy a car, a, a jar of the curry sauce, and chuck yeah. a couple of things of coconut milk in, and then just put a heap of veggies and and sear mm. your meat first up, and then chuck it back in. Rice, easy, so easy. Um, yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. dude, it's it's piece of piss. Anyone can do it. But um, so my mum's born the same day as me. So and it was the 60th birthday. So we we caught up on Saturday night, and I made this um huge cheese board for her and her mates, which was um yeah went down like a house on fire. It was really good. It's pretty good. So, uh, but yeah, didn't have sun dried tomatoes on it, Cap. That's my no. I think, I think that's like a rarity on a cheese board, but I find it real good. It's- no, Tanginess, you know? what I did is I, I went to Aldi and basically bought about a hundred bucks worth of just Fuck, like man. fine yeah. deli meats and cheese and crackers Ooh. and Hell fruit yeah. and nuts and all that kind of stuff. So basically just, and I also did two baked brie's. Um, oh, that was good. nice. Real yeah, delicious. Good. Cherries right. on top of those. Yeah. No, no. So or what I did like. is I, the brie you cut um, channels into, uh, so mm-hmm. you kind of go, um, perpendicular and then you put a little bit of rosemary some a few rosemary sprigs in on top just kind of drive those into the brie uh put it in a uh, oven kind of you know oven ovenable 
thing, you know, ceramic dish or something that you got at home. I don't know what you fucking call it. And then, yeah, put it in the oven for about, I don't know, 10 to 15, just let it bake. Mm. And then um, pull it out, a little bit of cracked pepper and a bit of um, honey, and you're ready to go. Yeah, honey everyone is Everyone thinks one. you are the coolest fucking person that's ever existed. Honey thinks I don't know what I'm talking about, but I fucking do, all right? Fresh cherries and honey in baked brie is... yeah. Is is good. It's, well, it's kind of like cranberries and stuff as well, yeah. right? It's kind of that similar mm. uh, family of of berries and and taste. But um, but yeah, look, enough about me, Grizz. What about you? How was your weekend, mate? I believe Dude, you had a gig. I'm so tired right now, Cap. Yeah. It's just been. I feel like I've just really ground myself into the ground of the weekend. But I had a great one, man. We had a um, we did a gig for a trucking company on Saturday night, right? Sick. And it was fucking awesome, dude. They had um, kegged beer. They had meats on like slow rotisserie. Uh, like they had, um, they they reversed these two big shiny trucks up and that formed part of the stage. So we played in the middle of these two <laughs> trucks and it was just like super cool. We had all the lighting and stuff and yeah, it was a great show. We played really well, I thought. And uh, yeah, they really enjoyed it. We had a few dances and it was just like, it was a good one, mate. Yeah. It was a cracker. Did you did you guys um get a bit of a rider with the meat and, and booze? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All, yeah. Dude, I, all you can eat, all you can drink. Yeah, yeah. No, Sick, it was great. yeah. That's yeah. wicked. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. dude. It's a cracker. Yeah. And um, uh, anything else? Uh dude, I've been I, I don't know where I could put this in now, but I may as well, but I've picked Elden Ring back up, sunk about six hours into a fresh new playthrough of Ladies Elden Ring. There you go. We don't go a sing- well, we've actually only gone one episode without talking about Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to talk about why uh, what I've done here, Cap. Uh, talk I'm me through. Sure it. I can. I'm pretty sure I can talk about this. But I set up a randomizer on it, um, and I've got it to randomize all items, including your major quest items, Cap. But here's the cool thing: for you to progress the story, you can go buy the recipes from the vendors that show you where they're hidden in the world. They oh, mark sick. it on the map for you. Yeah. So, so really well, okay. really well implemented so far. So I started as a the deprived, like the level one guy, um, yeah. And I've already found a couple of weapons and a few bits and pieces, and I found stuff that I didn't find in my first play, which was kind of rewarding because you know you know how like I think I feel like the second time you play Elden Ring, it's not going to have the same hit for me because you know where everything is and you've done all the the uh, dungeons. But with a randomizer, it kind of uh, I feel like it kind of gives you a new tact at the game. Especially if you didn't completionist it, you know, you're kind of going to be exposed to a lot of stuff that, you know, when you do your first run of Elden Ring, there's probably a lot of stuff that you kind of naturally are drawn to in terms of the Mm -hmm. route of the game. So having that second playthrough where it's kind of randomized and you are able to kind of be exposed to those items and and bits and pieces that you, you didn't get a chance to and maybe probably wouldn't ever go and seek out, like, you know what I mean? Yep. Dude, yeah. one thing that I found a bit weird, Cap, already is that I have, for example, you don't find the so you know that Bok the Seamster and you got to, you find like an item to give him quite yep. early in a cave. You don't yep. find that, so I can't progress his story at all. Oh, that's kind of mm, yeah. How I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. But then another example is um, I found some real late thing, and I talked to some guy in the round table and kicked off some other like crazy storyline thing based <laughs> on so, other okay. items I found, so you could probably go both ways, I'd imagine. But uh, yeah, yeah so, so still far, kind of. It, well, uh, I suppose Bok isn't essential to the story. I mean, he just gives you so right the now, dude. To he's, change things. He's stuck in the cave, and I can't give him the needle for him to 
Right. To sew up his flesh and he's basically going to die yeah. because you can't give him the yeah. needle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, there you fucking go. Well, I'd love to give the um, the multiplayer mod a crack. Uh, yeah. Seamless Dude, multiplayer. You, you can play seamless multiplayer with a randomizer as well. Oh. So how does that work? You both download the same randomizer? Download the same randomizer, use the same seed. Um, Right. You can do things like not randomize the quest items as well. It's actually really customizable. Um, and also th- things like, um, you know how obviously they've got some pretty overpowered weapons and bits and pieces. You can make it so those only appear in the later game sections. Oh, so you're not sweet. So you, I didn't do that. I was like, nah, I just want to be able to. Dude, I found a fucking Godric's um, rune in one of the vendors <clears throat> i could just go and buy his go and buy his rune so for away. those at home that like godric's rune is something that you gain access to like second major boss which is a fair whack into the game and it's i mean it's not it's not op or anything but it's one of those things that you don't really mm. have access to for a while and it, it helps a little bit but yeah mm. fucking cool isn't it very fucking very cool, cool. Chris. yeah there you well, go. that's I think, what i've been um, doing yeah. I think we should um, we should give that a crack. Oh, dude! Another thing I wanted to try um, soon with you is is multiverses. That, that oh new... yeah, multiverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I believe it's in open beta, mm. uh, and you can just kind of give a Twitter uh, feed about that game. Obviously, it's being pretty well received. You see lots of rolling like balance updates and stuff that they're bringing out, bits yeah. and pieces, buffs and nerfs. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it seems like there's going to be a fair bit of that going on because there's um, a few characters that seem to be fairly overpowered. Uh, but, yeah, I guess, um, you know, it's, it's the nature of the beast, right? I think Super Smash Bros. took a while to get to where it is and that mm-hmm. game will also be the same. But uh, it looks interesting. Like, it, it definitely looks a little bit more arcade kind of party game than the other ones. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, regardless, I'm very, very keen to give it a bit of a crack. So. Um, definitely should did, put aside a bit of time. Cap, did we get any emails, mate? Uh, I think we did. Uh, Caging Runt said some shit. And um, <laughs> I think Ho and Honey said don't talk about Elden Ring. But uh, oh, fucking bad luck, honey. <laughs> we did take your advice. Um, but, yeah, look, next time, if um, if you're listening at home and you'd like to send us in a question, uh, you know, serious questions, come on, you know, something hmm. serious, uh, I think it's just oceanicgamingradio at gmail.com. So you're more than welcome oh, yeah. to. And mm-hmm. uh, if we get any emails, we'll um, we'll talk about it at the end of the uh, the podcast. So it's something to have a reason to stick around for the whole episode because we might talk about your question and have a bit of a yarn about it. So, yeah, yeah anything. Like you might ask us what our favourite console of all time is. I don't fucking know. Whatever you want. Yeah. So, Super Nintendo. You don't have to ask me that one. Oh, you already got the answer now. Probably Nintendo 64 for me. But, yeah, maybe we'll wait until someone asks us that question. We'll go deep okay. into it. Uh, but yeah, all right, Grizz. Now we have mm. got a lot on the agenda tonight, so let's jump straight mm-hmm. into it now. Before we do anything, as always, we'd just like to put out a huge cheers to our good Patreon supporters, our wonderful peeps that are helping us out financially. Uh, Sukai, Moosey, Ho and Honey, Caging Run, and Sergeant Paul. Thank you so bloody much, guys. Uh, bloody appreciate you guys supporting this podcast and. And uh, all that money is going to be going towards uh, to Pav's recovery fund, um, COVID recovery uh, mm-hmm. fund. So there you go. Um, just yep. gallons and gallons of Gatorade for Pav. So it's going to be good. Um, so we appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Anyways, on with the show. So 
Uh, we've got a, a lot to talk about, as, as we mentioned, Grizz. Uh, uh, a few uh, little details and mm-hmm. interesting tidbits around the development of the next GTA 6 game. That's Grand Theft Auto for those of you who are like, what the hell's GTA mean? That's what it means. Uh, now, the PS5 and PSVR 2, a bunch of stuff's come out regarding those two items. So uh, strap yourselves in for that. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 released on Friday. I've um I've given Ooh. it quite a whack of time uh, yeah. in my spare time, so I'm going to have a bit mm-hmm. of a chat about that. Give you guys uh, the uh, the rundown on that new JRPG goodness. A uh, bit of interesting shit coming out of the uh, Near Automata camp. Uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know if you had a bit of a look at that, Grizz, but uh, yeah, some interesting, funny shit that's happened in the, uh, the Near Automata. Yeah, yeah. The I, I didn't Automata place all community. the puzzles together, but something isn't quite right there. There's yeah. some interesting shit that happened. So we're going to go mm-hmm. through that. Now, uh, Simpsons Hit and Run is being uh, rejuvenated with some quite impressive uh, fan remastering. So we'll talk mm-hmm. you all through mm-hmm. that. Uh, yep. Steam is, is um, doing some crazy shit. Uh, actually, I didn't read this one, Chris, so you can probably talk about that when we get to it. Yep. But, um, yep. yeah, basically, Steam's doing some review score and award logo things. Um, mm-hmm. uh, good, bad, you'll find out. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> uh, and obviously, the poll and uh, uh, the, the quick fire round. So, uh, yeah, anyways, strap yourselves in. All right, here we fucking Next. go. Cap, real quick trigger warning. What are we trigger warning people for? All right, so uh, especially surrounding this GTA 6 uh, story, we'd just like to put a quick trigger warning that there is going to be some discussion of uh, brutality and violence uh, and uh, some, uh, not that we will be transphobic, but we'll be discussing some stuff that's happened recently. Uh, And, uh, yeah, just want to keep you guys in the loop. So there you go. If uh, that's not your vibe, totally understand. We'll we'll chat to you in about uh, fifteen minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, all right. So let's go. GTA Six. The details are starting to leak out of the leaky boat, Grizzly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we. I mean, we've spoken about it before. We're not really big GTA fans. Uh, yeah, just not my vibe really. But uh, it looks like there's going to be. Um, well, there is a bunch of, of shit that's been leaked. So uh, it looks like for, for beginners, uh, one of the main protagonists is going to be a woman, which I believe is one of the uh, firsts in the GTA series of games. Very good. Very good. Uh, looks like the whole kind of shtick of this next game, Grizz, is going to be like a bit of a Bonnie and Clyde bank robber mm. kind of mm. thing. Uh, rumored to be in uh, in Miami, which would be loosely Vice City esque, and would take place across a few different towns in that area. Uh, but yeah, so have we seen uh, any um, actual any gameplay footage yet? No, Capo? absolutely no. nothing. Okay. Um, What's your gut so, feeling, mate? Do you reckon it's going to be very similar graphically to to Five, or do you think this is going to be a bit of a? Oh, uh, look, a I would up? hope. I would hope that it kind of comes closer to something like Red Dead Redemption uh, in terms of graphical fidelity. Um, But, yeah, I I mean, look, Rockstar's been pretty good about pushing the boundary graphically each time. Like, dude, I remember when San Andreas came out, people were shitting their pants. (laughs) Have you seen that game now? It looks like shit. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks even more like shit since Mm. the remaster that came out. so now, yeah, now Cap, we don't have a release a release window here, but there's been a bit Look, of speculation. People yes. are saying uh, what twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, what I, I can't. I mean, look, I'd kind of 
that sounds about right to me. Like the fact that we're not really getting an awful lot of gameplay leak stuff, I mm. suggest to me that it's probably mostly in design phase phase still. Yeah. Uh, so uh, also there was some um, new shit that came out as well, Grizz, that um, I've since added to the run sheet. But um, Ooh, basically it looks good. like uh, maybe four protagonists, not two, uh, one of which will obviously be presumably a woman. Uh, oh so, really? So you can you can pick your character kind of thing. Is that? What I reckon it's probably going to have it kind of the way it reads to me, Grizz, is maybe like an mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven kind of vibe where you're going to have a driver and probably mm-hmm. you know a bruiser that goes in to do the bank robberies and maybe a, a hacker or some shit and mm-hmm. then you know the smooth talker or the 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 mastermind kind of thing going on. So, uh, yeah. but I mean, it kind of loosely kind of follows a similar structure to what happened in five again, uh, barely played it, but there was a few different characters that you could toggle between and, and go and do missions and shit with. So, Very um, cool. yeah. Very so, cool. uh, four protagonists, three cities across the Miami district, I guess, again, uh, kind of a Bonnie and Clyde style thing going on. Um, but yeah, I'm reading here uh, that it would feature a map that it would include large swaths of North and South America. So it seems like uh, the female protagonist um, is uh, described to be Latina. So maybe that might be sort of come into uh, the storyline mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully they can do a decent job of that. And hopefully, uh, I don't know, uh, it's it's one of those things like, can they sort of do do a um a uh, a decent job of kind of you know sharing a latina character that isn't like horrifically racially profiled and um you yeah. know just a shit job of you know just randomly talking in spanish and just doing like i mean you know obviously you know but mm-hmm. at the same time ensuring that they do a good job of presenting that character um in a in a solid way you know i think it's going to be interesting to see how they actually go ahead and and do that what do you reckon so. cap can they nail the brief mate or do you reckon it'll be a little bit? Uh, how have they done in the past with that kind of stuff? Because we've seen we've seen a few well, different ethnic backgrounds and bits and pieces. And you might suggest that, like, if you see San Andreas, for example, <laughs> you, like yeah. especially these days, some shit happens in that game. You just go, "Whoa, okay." Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of white dudes made that game, so mm-hmm. you know, kind of makes you wonder. But um, I don't know. Hopefully, they can get a decent um, development team on board and. Um, you know, maybe got a range of kind of um, backgrounds and whatnot working on the game. And uh, I guess, we'll, you know, time will tell. Again, Grizz, this is sort of early days. Yeah. Um, so... As always, Cap, so people have been having a bit of a bitch and moan before we jump oh, into yeah. the bitch and moan. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> talking about the release date on this, Cap, there's a there was a little statement that I read from Henderson, who I believe is someone someone higher up but he was saying that rockstar games has been focusing on employee well-being with developing uh this game to avoid crunch time culture so well, that's gonna be a ex- fucking first for rockstar mate because they is are it? very well known to to suffer from game crunch big time. Uh, maybe, maybe they have um turned a leaf here cap so he's basically saying that henderson claimed that rockstar didn't want to announce the game uh, release date until it was confident the date um, and avoiding major delays and specifically avoiding crunch for the employees under there. So, Well, that definitely seems like a step in the right direction for them. Uh, mm. I mean, look, it, the, the problem is like the thing is with these games, Chris, right, is they don't make any fucking money until they're out, you know? True. So what happens yep. is you have board members going, tapping their foot going, hey, 
what the fuck's going mm. on here? Where's my game? Where's that game that's going to be making me shitloads of money? You know, and you've got so, shareholders. Yeah, you're exactly right, man. Unless you, yeah. unless you're independent, I really don't know how good, how easy that is. And I mean, even independents struggle with this kind of stuff as well because unless you've got the game out in shells, where's the money coming from? And that's why a lot of people mm. turn to things like easy access. Uh, sorry, early access, <laughs> easy access. Lol, that's just called pirating. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. So um, yeah, look, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, 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 I actually, here we go. Uh, one person who left the company in 2020 said he had worked 100-hour weeks to finish Red Dead Redemption 2. 100? Is there even 100 hours in a week, dude? What the fuck? <laughs> I wonder if um, different games have different, like, dev teams and different managers and they get driven differently. Oh, I'm, I'm positive like, that certain managers would be, you know, chasing KPIs and yeah. fucking whatever else. And thing is, though, Grizz, like, I think when people are happy they tend to produce better work. Uh, so, Oh, absolutely, you know, mate. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. kind of like when you respect your boss or respect your uh, a, your company you work for, you're going to produce such a higher, better quality of work and you're going to push yourself above and beyond to do what's required. But if you're getting pushed just for the sake of getting pushed and you don't respect your workplace yeah. or your boss, you're just going to... And you're going to be like, well, what the... F- why do I fucking bother? Like, I don't mm. I don't get looked after, you know. And I, <laughs> it's interesting. I don't know. I kind of feel like, um, you know, these 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 big companies, they just don't perceive that as like a, yeah. as a thing. You know? Oh, no, like, absolutely, mate. And they come up with these like little... Uh, I've worked for a few big companies, but they talk about this work culture thing. They bound it to like these specific terms and bits and pieces that they're just classifying their work culture and the values that they see in their employees. But really, it just means shit. It's just that something that they float to the stakeholders. Say, yeah, we're looking after our people. Look at this sweet work culture. Uh, yeah. We bought a table tennis thing yeah. that no one uses because they're working 100 hour weeks. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, classic. Good job, corporate. But yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, look, it definitely seems like maybe uh, Rockstar has looked into its its uh, not too distant past and maybe gone, oh, okay, well, I think there's a few things that we could potentially do here. Looks like, for example, they're looking at uh, trying to address pay gap, for example, gendered pay mm-hmm. gap, um, are hiring additional producers to ensure workloads are better managed. But even... Um, even re- more recently, Grizz, uh, for example, I think like just even them addressing, because uh, I mean they they they've recently been described. Uh, now I don't think you said it, but they they they've been described as a they had a frat boy culture, Grizz. Did Is you that hear what about they that? Had was it rockstar? Yeah, so, well, they're, so they're called rockstar, mate. Come on, they got to live up to the yeah, title, mate. Absolutely, but it kind of gave me kind of flashback visions of the whole mm. Blizzard setup, right? Oh yeah. It, it, it kind Dude. of, uh, I think the problem that a lot of these companies had, especially these AAA big nut, um, you know, kind of, you know, we're the fucking, we produce the best fucking games and that's how it is and everyone fucking loves us. It kind of fostered this, obviously, you know, frat boy culture where uh, mm. they just thought their shit didn't stink and it just kind of was super toxic and obviously they're looking back on this. But I think the thing, the big difference was though, Grizz, is Rockstar has been much more private about its internal workings than what Blizzard yeah. ever was. And so yeah, a lot of it got very right. nicely hidden. Uh, so. Well, I think that this statement that I read today about employment well-being at Rockstar, and specifically that that piece that I read out, is they've obviously taken a bit more control on how they're releasing stuff to the media. And you know what? I think talking about a game like they have for GTA 6 and not talking about a release date 
honestly does do wonders for that company. If they can convince the shareholders to hold off and let people just work their normal jobs, nine to five, Monday to Friday, do their job in time, you're going to end up with a better game without people getting minced in the process of, of trying to develop something. Yeah. I, I, in my opinion, though, as well, Grizz, it, the fact that they haven't announced a, a release date is probably also the fact that maybe the game isn't super far through dev. Uh, yep. They're just they're just simply not ready to really talk about it yet, and I mean, Red Dead Two took ages to develop. Yeah, true. Ages, like I true. vaguely the seven years is coming to mind. So, you know, when you're thinking about things like that, how long has GTA Six already been in development for? Who, I'm not too sure. I'm positive that maybe they probably would have expedited development a little bit because gta online did so fucking well and they would want Mm. to probably reproduce that online environment because it made them big fucking cash money uh you know all those gta bucks that they were making look have you ever played gta online uh no i haven't but i have watched a few that have why is it is it big dollars is it like well uh, you can you literally buy dollars in the you buy dollars do you you buy dollars right you buy fucking dollars. I thought dollars you made dollars, dollars from doing like jobs and stuff. Being, a I think it was almost or... pay to winny. Maybe, yeah. Okay. It, look, mm. yeah. It basically there was a pay pay aspect as well, and right. you know, kind of, you know, in in classic kind of microtransaction fashion, you know. So, uh, but they made a lot of money off it, and they still do. Uh, so you know, you got to buy, got to buy to win, as um as the the corporate wigs say. Now, so, Cap, let's. Like I wanted to talk about the evolution of media here a little bit, how GTA as a whole has, you know, it's been around for a very long time too. GTA 3 uh, is like 20 years old, mate. 2001, something like that, GTA 3. Damn. Long damn Shit. time. That's um, crazy. Recently, uh, they've copped a bit of feedback around this GTA 6 release saying that um, as a whole, they're obviously stepping back from potentially some controversial things that have happened in the past. And maybe we can talk about, this is kind of why we provided this trigger warning. And um, there's been a few things that uh, have happened in the past where um, the devs have kind of gone, okay, well, maybe we can't put this in our game or maybe we should consider this uh, particular development element. Yep. So I've got Which a bit of a list. Some of yeah, their previous yep. bits and pieces that they've done in their previous games. Uh, you know, because, I mean, GTA's always had that edginess to it right where it was you know the gangsters and and um you know gangs of you know whatever else and and obviously a lot of sort of um cultural sort of bits and pieces that they added into their games not all of it appropriate um murdering the police when you're getting chased by 50 of them and like running down the woman on the sidewalk and just a whole heap of just really um you know pretty out there kind of stuff um, so a couple of examples here, Cap, and we talked about this before the show, but uh, there was uh, in the summer of 2020 after the police killing of George Floyd, Rockstar quickly shelved. They had a, a game mode ready to go, which was called Cops and Crooks and basically thought out of bad taste that wouldn't be something uh, that they wanted to release, so they've shelved that. I think that was um, definitely a smart idea. A very smart idea, yep. And uh, they've, they've removed some transphobic jokes from a recent release on the GTA Five on console, Cap. It's a re-release um, as well. It's a re-release, yep. yep. Uh, and they don't want to launch. Uh, there's some other jokes marginalizing some groups in GTA uh, 5 as well that they've also released from the same oh, I think version. that might actually be their – they want to – they basically want to uh, not really further 
appropriate marginalization of groups in GTA six is, yeah. is what mm-hmm. they want to aim for. Um, so, which is good. That's absolutely. So there's a, there's a, there's a group of people kept that are going, okay, well, what are we going to end up with this, this really, uh, you know, that's the part of the GTA that people really loved and maybe it's pushing the boundaries on what's socially acceptable and everything else. Um, but it gives it a bit of edge, competitive edge over those other games that don't quite have that. And so people are like, oh, it's going to be a boring game then, isn't it? What, are we going to be walking around and, I don't know, shaking <laughs> hands rather than shooting people? And, it, I don't it, know. It, like... Do you know what, though, Grizz? So not that I agree with those people, but it does make you wonder what a GTA in this era looks like, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because even GTA Five, there was some you know questionable kind of dialogue options and, and bits and pieces that came through. Absolutely, but, um, it does. Feel, it's it's going to be very interesting. I feel like when they had those mass shootings and mass murderers, and those people would always come out and go, "Those damn video games!" I swear, oh, yeah. GTA was always yeah. the game that was playing Dude, on those news you know articles. What? I remember when I was working in JB Hi-Fi, and GTA Five was kind of coming out, uh, and we all got like pulled into a room because I was working in games and we had to basically talk with our manager and have this big thing about how you had to, uh, you know, because it was one of the, well, not one of the first R18 games, but it was, you know, quite hectic and kids were coming in buying copies of GTA five without, um, you know, well, not workshops, but you know, the our manager was like, look, you need to be selling it to parents and guardians. <laughs> yeah. You need to be explaining what happens in this game. And, you know, yeah. there's prostitutes. And it's just like, okay, wow. Oh, Jesus, wow. Um, you know, and as a as a game, you're like, yeah, man, fucking, I play fucking games where we shoot demons and shit, you know? Like, it's, it's I'll tell you what, Kat. I think what was acceptable 20 years ago when GTA 3 was released is not acceptable now. And this is a completely off a different segue here that I'm going to make. But recently I had a movie day with my children and I watched uh, The Sandlot Kids. Anyone seen that, Sandlot Kids? It's about the no. group, of, um, group of kids that play baseball um, set in the US uh, and they basically like challenge local kids. And anyway, the story... I watched it with my, my, my three daughters, is extremely sexist. Like, if you watched it now, you would, you would pick up on it. Um, but I didn't, as a younger kid, I didn't even pick up on, on, on that kind of thing. But they say things, you throw like a girl, and girls don't play baseball, and no girls allowed on the sandlot. And at the end of the movie, I actually had to sit down to my three children and be like, you guys can play baseball if you want to play baseball. There's nothing wrong with that. And no such thing as you throw like a girl. You know, you can throw like a boy. It's just all training and practice and learning. But like those kind of things yeah. back then, it's just like normalized. You know, what you got away with 20 years ago is not the case these days. Yeah. It's, uh, it's um, well, just it's, it's hard. To, well, you can't really rationalize it because... You can't. You can't really go. Well, that's how it was. Unfortunately, it was how it was. But um, hopefully, mm. we can just do better. And it's good. you know, Grizz, saying shit like that to your your kids is where it all starts. You know, get the next that's generation it, all up and yep. running. And well, I'll be doing the same might... with my son. That's it, Cap. And you're right. I think the evolution of media in general has come alongside with the evolution of culture in terms of what we find acceptable and not acceptable, which is definitely a good thing. Pay gap, gender equality, all that kind of stuff um, is obviously coming way more up in society and we're becoming more aware of that and if if it if it's the case that we no longer find that acceptable in our video games and media then i think that's what it has to be i think uh yeah we've got a lot of work to do but um you know together we can achieve anything which is good
Um, so yeah, but anyways, that kind of um, covers the majority of the GTA Six kind of leaks and stuff, Grizz. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just loosely off the uh, premise of what we've heard about what to expect in the next game. What do you think, Grizz? Is it something you think you'd pick up? You already know my answer to that, mate. It's just not my <laughs> wheelhouse. Like, uh, just yeah. uh, I, you, I think the uh, only GTAs that I really liked were the top-down. I think it was like one and two, the yeah. top-down ones. Um, Dude, really in, yeah, they were great games. You know what? They're still good games today. Um, I can't I've I seen one being played, and it brought back some bit of nostalgia for me. But yeah, definitely no. This, this. I mean, we don't know a whole heap about it yet, Cap. But um, I, I would imagine I picture this looking very similar to GTA 5, maybe a, a fresh lick of paint, but pretty much they know what's successful in that game, so they're going to be using what they know from that and applying it to this and and seeing yeah. how we go. It'll be mm. interesting to see how successful it is. I mean, because obviously GTA 5, sorry, I always forget what number we're at, uh, is has been incredibly successful for them financially. So um i'm just very interested to see how they pump that bad boy full of microtransactions and how yeah. egregious is it is it uh you know I mean, is, the, it, is, is it, it, all, is it the online stuff do you talk about cap is most of that in the rp space or is it is it just no yeah, no okay. most of it's just like fuck around um you know really? you go and you kind of you have missions and stuff that you do within the online space but most people don't rp that game dude we you know obviously the the whole grand theft kind of rp mm scene is is only a sort of subsect a very small subsect of that and even then most people run their own rp servers uh, rather than doing them within i I don't even know if there are supported rp servers to be quite honest but maybe there are Um, i wouldn't know enough about it Mm. but um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know it's going to be very interesting to see what how that all goes uh for them so um yeah i don't know interesting but yeah grand theft auto I probably won't pick it up either. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be yet another GTA game I don't care about. Yeah. But uh, you know what? And just to go on to that real quickly, Grizz, I just find like real world games like that just fucking boring. Like real world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Give the me same. a same I want me, I want mate. fucking I'd much rather go and play Red Dead Redemption because that's mm. something I can't I can't imagine, you know? So I want to go yeah. somewhere yeah. Unimaginable for me, cowboy. And, and, yeah, you know, game of the year, different. mate. Game of the year. Has Grand yeah. Theft Auto ever won a game of the year? I wonder. Oh, fucking oath! GTA Five probably won game of the year. Did it? Yeah, okay. Because bet you it did. Hang on, Red Dead did, didn't it? I'm pretty sure Red Dead Two yeah. won game of the year, didn't it? Yeah, pretty okay. sure. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, so there you go. All right, Grizz. Now, the PS Five has unveiled a bunch of new. Uh, mm-hmm. tidbits, new features that's come to uh, the uh, the user interface, etc., etc., and uh, the PS VR too. A bunch of new details have have kind of leaked. Uh, well, not Hell, leaked. Yeah. Uh, they they were they were very much uh, exposed within a uh, a official blog post. So it doesn't really it's not really much of a leak. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> let, let's um, let's start with the PS Five bits and pieces, Gris. So. Uh, basically, uh, Hidake uh, Nishino, the Senior Vice President of Platform Experience, wrote a bit of a blog. Uh, I dare say someone wrote it on his behalf. Maybe not. Uh, so they've got a, a bunch of people on beta access for these new features that are coming out. Um, so new gameplay and personalization options coming oh, out, Grizz. So 1440p HDMI video output, which a lot of people will be shitting their fucking pants about. Now, Cap, um, does this 
this uh, new resolution, does this come back to the fact they're selling monitors now, Cap? Is this what they're getting at? Dude, it has to be, right? Like a lot mm. of like um but the thing is I think I think fourteen forty P is is probably gonna be the next mainline spec going forward. <laughs> I mean I'm still running ten eighty on mine, eh? Yeah. Fuck, I reckon I give it five out. years. Five years and we're gonna be I think that'll be the next one. Obviously, you know, they're touting four K, but Dude, having a computer that pumps 4K out natively and, you know, does it for all games, that's a big so, ask. For the PlayStation 5 cap, are we going to be able to run that resolution at 60 frames? Are we going to be able to run the... Doubt it. Mm. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It all comes down to the development of these games that we're playing, right? So, you know, if, if the devs do a decent job of of um, developing the games and, and um, what do you fucking call it, when they uh, optimizing the game for 1440p and, and you know, mostly uh, 60 frames mm. per second, then, mm. yeah, I suppose we will be playing 60 frames per second. But if they if they can't do that, then no, we won't be. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Straight Jacket Jim in chat, um, in Twitch chat, has got a good point. 4K is wasted on the size of 99% of monitors. Now, yeah, when it comes to, like, the size of your standard monitor, yeah, it's you know, 4K is going to mean fuck all because it's a small monitor, right? Whereas mm. if the bigger your, your TV or monitor, the better you can make make of that 4K res- resolution. Um, and the more more crazy it's going to fucking look. You know? Dude, I went sexy. to the fucking... Went to, did you, oh, you went to the museum too. At the museum, did you see the TV that was in there? Like the real old... The TV oh. that they had in the museum in the tech section, they had like a bunch oh. of old consoles and shit. Yeah. was literally the TV I had at home. It was wood. And it had the buttons that you pressed for the channels one to nine on the fucking wood, and you turn it on by pulling this knob out to turn the TV on. It's wow! Like, and then you turn you you, you, you so to turn the TV on. You pull the knob out, and then to do the volume, you twist the knob up and down the volume. It was just like fucking holy dooly. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Not four K, mate. Jesus not Christ. 4K. <laughs> That's some fucking Flintstones shit, that mate. <laughs> <laughs> now the thing I want to know, Grizz, is I believe we they were talking about having that variable res- refresh rate VRR mm. coming out at some point, mm-hmm. but I don't think this is mentioned in that by the looks of things. Maybe that's already out, um, but yeah, I would have thought that maybe the fourteen forty p and variable. So the, for those at home wondering what that is, it's kind of like uh, the refresh rate changes depending on a few characteristics such as your tv the actual game itself um the strain mm. on you know basically it, it changes the refresh rate of your mo- monitor or some shit to you know some monitors come out with this feature these days so it, it basically adjusts the refresh rate to better suit what's going on on screen Cap, and, and it's, is it it's, similar to the way that FreeSync works so it's kind of matches your uh whatever your fps is from your monitor to your pc to make it yeah essentially it's it kind of tries to find um the happy medium kind of refresh Mm. rate to make the most of whatever frame output you're getting so yeah it's Mm. it's it's um it's pretty funky rather than um, you having these noticeable big dips in frames and then you go and have a big stutter it'll exactly like yeah dips but um mm. yeah so i don't think that was kind of mentioned here but um but yeah so there you go 1440p hdmi video output hey, incoming just, just quickly cap jumping back to you first mentioned customization options on the ps5 is that something you're getting to or have, have we gone over that yet 
customization options. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, let's get I think there. you mentioned you... it in, in your opening spiel. So Did I was I? just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because well, one thing go. I noticed about the PS5, I thought it wasn't that customizable. Like the PS4 had all these fucking backgrounds and wall, animated wallpapers and all this stuff that you could bring in. PlayStation 5 just doesn't got those, mate. Hasn't yeah. got um, Yeah. Well, I think you're right, though. Maybe they're kind of still getting into that, like, you know, there was like a seriously big marketplace for themes and bits and pieces. But um, Yeah, huge. Mm. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll get more customizable. I mean, the PS4 went through multiple big updates to get to where it eventually landed on. So we're still early days of the PS5. What, when did it come out? Like last year? PS5? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Something like oh, that. The year before? Yeah. yeah mm. you know, still a, we haven't even got the, v, the VR update, update mm. yet, mate. So hang on. <laughs> hang on, pal. All right. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so another feature that's coming out, Grizz, um, game mm. lists. So uh, in your game library, you can now create game lists, which make organizing your games even easier. Uh, so Is that for the for five a- PS5 games they've got? Careful what? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that exact thing. I was like, I would never fucking use that. Like, why would I? I don't know. I suppose you could like maybe put like party games in one section if you've got a shitload of digital games and stuff. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, there's obviously a lot of people who utilize um, the the free games that come out monthly. So I suppose you could start categorizing them in, in an easier mm. way. Um, so if mm. you play a lot of party games, but yeah, I can't see this being a hugely popular feature, but I'm sure people will utilize it. So there you go. Now they also have, uh, some interesting like audio option stuff that you can do, Grizz. So uh, comparing 3D and stereo audio, you can now listen to and compare the difference between 3D and stereo audio on the same screen yes. and choose yes. your preferred setting. So yes. quite interesting, which I think is honestly, again, Grizz, because mm. they've just released a shitload of new headsets. Yeah, dude, and that 3D audio can sound really shit on a bad set of headphones. You'll literally be losing things out of the mix if you have 3D audio on on some yep. games, and you've, you're wearing a pair of ten dollar Kmart fucking special <laughs> specials. So I think that sounds is sounds like a set of tin thing. cans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think definitely timing with though again the new peripherals and stuff and monitors that they've oh, um, met. They're onto it, aren't they? they? Oh, right. mate, they think of everything, these guys, don't they? <laughs> uh, so, now, easier access to in-progress activities. When resuming a game, in-progress activities are often shown predominantly, uh, prominently sorry, at the top of the game hub to make it easier and f- as fast as possible to get back to where you left off. So, um, okay. honestly, I'm looking at the screenshot here, Grizz. I can't see a difference to what I remember it looking like. So, right. uh, there you yeah. could go. Uh, new social features, Grizz. Request hmm. Screen share. You can now request uh, party members to start screen share to watch their gameplay. Go to the voice chat card, select the uh, member, and go do the thing. So you can go and watch your mate play um, fucking, I don't know, some game, whatever game, all the games potentially. Um, so there you go. Joinable game notification. Uh, when you join a party and party member is playing a game you can join, you'll now receive a notification so you can join them immediately. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Dude, these uh, like sound like things they should have already had, but I like it. This is good. Yeah, continue, I've, I've actually I've thought the exact same thing when I was reading some of this because I was like, hang on, how is this not already in? Uh, here's, here's one that I thought definitely should have already been in. 
Uh, view new friends profile. When you accept a friend request in the received list, you can now view your new friend's profile. <laughs> I thought that would almost certainly be something yeah. you could do. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently you couldn't, so now you can. Uh, send right. stickers and voice messages in the game base. So if you're having a chat oh, with someone, man. you can now send a sticker. You know, That's cool. a cool fucking like sticker kind of thing. They're like, yeah, it's stuff. Yeah, yeah. It'll basically just be kind of like I. I bet you they'll release like Kratos sticker packs, and you know, so you can do, um, you know, <laughs> I love you Kratos emoji or some mm-hmm. shit. I don't know. So uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyways, that's the PS5 features coming, Grizzly. Now, the yep. PlayStation VR 2. Uh, yes. Bunch of, now, just so you know, Cap, shit. I didn't know that there were PlayStation 5 details. That's the first time I've heard those. But I did read through all the PSVR 2 details, mate, and formed some opinions on those. Yeah, well, why don't you so, take us through it, Grizzly? Okay, mate. Well, uh, first off is this see-through view which essentially gives you uses the uh, cameras built into the PSVR2 headset um, to give you kind of like a look around you, right? Your immediate so surroundings, so you can your see immediate what's surroundings. in front of you, right? You can and press I think, Chris, some, some VR headsets actually do this already, obviously, so it's not new. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And this comes down to, I feel like a, a lot of these notes cap in here around this PSV VR2 stuff, some of it is to do with safety. Let's be honest here, Cap. How in pretty much every fails compilation you see, you see some idiot fucking busting himself up playing <laughs> dude, VR, dude, like, you know? It's it's one of those things, like, even remember when the Wii came out and people were, like, throwing their nunchucks through TVs and shit? Like... <laughs> I think I've told the story on here before. I copped a uh, spike from Mrs. Grizz from a volleyball Wii controller right <laughs> in the side of the head, hard enough to, to floor me. I was on the floor, had a big egg on my head and everything, mate. So, dangerous, Epic. mate. Love yeah. it. That's great. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's, I think the see-through view thing, though, Grizz, um, from a VR perspective, mm. um, great implementation. Uh, the big thing with that, in my opinion, is obviously if you – you know, you need to, you don't, it, it removes the idea of you needing to remove your headset, right? So you can just kind of see through the headset and have it that all, drink of water that's on the table next to you. It um, also means you can uh, have a wank safely, Cap. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, Pav is. <laughs> Come on, Pav, don't pretend like you weren't fucking thinking about it, mate. Come on. <laughs> Wait a second, that's not my dick. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, uh, see-through view. Very cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the next, Chris? Broadcast yourself. So a new broadcast feature of the PSVR 2 will allow you, allow you to film yourself by playing by connecting the PS5 HD camera to the console. Uh, it's a great way to show your movements and reactions during a boss battle or share your reactions with fellow gamers as it happens. Once again, Cap, upselling here, right? They've gone, here's a PSVR 2. You can film yourself by buying the uh, PS5 HD camera. I tell you what, I don't know whether this is uh, a thing or not, Cap, but I feel like for content creators, this is going to make recording uh, VR footage a lot easier for people that are just console gamers. Yep, absolutely. Um, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how well implemented it is for you know broadcasting and whatnot but um mm. but yeah uh, it sounds fucking excellent um i think the next feature is the big one though Chris. this is the big one the customize play area the play area for the psvr2 can be customized by using the sense controller 
and the embedded cameras. The cameras will allow you to scan the room while the PSVR2 sense controllers allow you to expand the further customizable play area to fit your play style. Now, the footage that you see is kind of like, uh, say if you're, you're in a room and you've got a couch there, it'll bound off the couch area so that that is out of your play area. So when you're moving around, you can see where the edge of your of your play area is. Pretty dang smart. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the, the GIF right now and it's, it's mm. fucking rad how it, it's almost like a, like one of those lidar, um, like radar things where it's pinging the environment, figuring out how far distance things are. And it's, mm. it's drawing all these triangulated kind of triangles in your immediate area. And then you can kind of cut things out and be like, oh, well, that's where the couch is. So obviously that's not part of the play area. So I'm going to cut that yeah. out. And you kind of do it with your, with your, uh, with your controllers. It looks really mm. fucking rad. I, I thought sick, this was, that was by far the that. coolest part. I was yes. kind of curious and I wanted to read a bit more about this, but I was wondering whether if someone comes walking into the room or your cat goes and sits on the bed, will that pick up stuff like that and adjust your play area as you're doing the things? Look, or I believe, what do you reckon? I'm not too sure. Um, it'll be, that, that'll be very interesting. I mean, the mm. fact that you now have the see-through vision, maybe it might warn you. Uh, there might be some warnings when things come into your play area that maybe it wasn't expecting or whatever else, but yeah. It's- so I definitely feel like Cap, these couple of things we've seen here with the see-through view and the customized play area, PlayStation are really trying to go, right, we see all these videos of people fucking like wrecking themselves and breaking their yep. TVs, yep. tripping over the couch, and they've gone, how can we fix area? We can make the see-through uh, clear view technology a little bit better so that you, know, you can look wherever you're looking and other things. Yep. Pretty good, mate. Pretty safe. I think both of these are really good features. Absolutely. Um, and final feature, Grizz, VR mode and cinematic mode. So in VR mode, players can enjoy VR game content in 360 view in a virtual environment. Content mm. will be displayed in uh, 4,000 by 24 HDR video format uh, versus cinematic mode where they can view it, uh, view the PS5 system and UI all kind of... So it basically, it, you can kind of set it up so it's it's in that VR environment or it's it's on like a virtual screen in front of you, like a cinema with your headset on, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty fucking rad. So mm-hmm. I've seen um, like yeah. VR guys use like Twitch chat and stuff and like look up and you can read Twitch chat and, and other bits and pieces around using that similar kind of thing. Yep. Um, hey, Cap, my takeaway on this, mate, after reading these things and seeing bits and pieces about the PS VR 2, yeah. Um, I think if I was going to buy a VR uh, setup, I would probably buy it for my PlayStation 5 over one on my PC right now um, with seeing this kind of stuff for a number of reasons. I feel like the gap between um, our performance between PlayStation 5 or next-gen consoles and PCs is getting smaller and smaller. Um, I feel like uh, having like, they know what's in a PlayStation 5, right? Whereas... You don't know the bits and pieces that go into a PC. Yeah. So when you're buying a, a headset for that, there could be incompatibilities, whatever else. And these quality of life stuff that we're kind of seeing coming through from PlayStation 5 is kind of like, dang, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah, cool. I think um, the fact that, like you said, they've, they've got a known quantity when it comes to their device, it, it means they can support it a little bit easily, well, more mm. easily. Uh, whereas, you know, with PC VR... You know, it's kind of an open bag, really. Like, you don't. I mean, obviously, you have minimum specs that people are running with, but you can never really have the perfect uh, ecosystem. You know, it's kind of like, um, for example, like 
you know, the argument between Android and Apple iPhone, you know, because mm. most of the iPhones are the exact fucking same thing every time. Whereas with Android phones, you've got to support fucking Samsung and Sony and fucking this and fucking that. So true. Mm. It, mm. sometimes it makes for a better experience. Will this be a better experience in terms of VR? Who fucking knows? We'll find out. Still hasn't been released yet, right? But it looks like they're well and truly on the road to release date for Reload to success. Yeah. Well, PSVR 2, which... I don't know, it looks pretty good. Might get one, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, got a baby on the way, so maybe not. Uh, but yeah, all right. Now, Grizz, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 came out on Friday, and I went and bought a copy. Um, big, I'm a big weeaboo, so I love my, my anime game. Well, I don't love my anime games. I, like, I just like anime, and uh, Xenoblade has done a pretty decent job of that kind of anime JRPG thing mm. um, with a fairly interesting storyline so xenoblade i know nothing 3, about this cap is this on the nintendo switch released on on switch it was it it yes. is indeed okay. it's um mm-hmm. on the nintendo switch uh it's uh it's kind of hard to kind of get you up to speed quickly on what the game's about but uh essentially you you're you tend to it's, it's like a party-based combat uh J- jrpg game the game's set in this kind of mythical not mythical kind of like um mecha sort of mecha but kind of not world uh, there's kind of different factions warring over uh life essence and you're a part of this war that's going on and there's a bigger mystery at foot with as to why people are doing all this uh this kind of uh these battles and whatnot but um the game is um really fucking good i've been really enjoying my time with it um i think the story has matured a little bit from the earlier games uh, I think uh, they've done a pretty good job with um, the characters in this particular game. They've actually, so the earlier games, you tended to have sort of three or four characters max uh, in your party at any given time. Uh, this game, you can have about seven, I believe. So they've really opened it up and each character has its own different class and bits and pieces. But they've done a pretty good job, I think, from the story point of view. Um, just it, it's a little bit more um, interesting, I think. Uh, yeah. and a little less um, cringy in moments as well. I think they've done a pretty good job with most of the characterization. It's still it's still a lot of like the power of friendship kind of bullshit here and there, mm-hmm. and some of the characters <laughs> can be a little bit of a cringe, but um, they don't have any obscenely cringeworthy characters yet that I've encountered. Uh, some of the earlier games, like they have these little like um, furry creatures called Nopons, and, oh, man, whenever they got on screen on one and two, I was just like, fuck, end my life, dude. This is fucking yeah. horrible. How did it run, Cap? Did they go for anything spectacular graphically okay. or they just... So <laughs> How did it this run the old Nintendo Switch, mate? the ongoing problem with Xenoblade, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The environments in Xenoblade are stunning, right? So they're really big open world areas. They have all these animals that kind of are in the in these big open world zones. Um, and, you know, some of the zones are, are, are incredibly spectacular and, and, and very vast. Uh mm. But what happens is the Switch just performs so fucking poorly. It, it's kind of the same issue that um, Ar- Arceus had. So whenever yeah. something was in the background, you could see that the FPS of those particular objects would drop dramatically. And so it just kind of really drew you out of that like immersion uh, because, you know, just like the draw distance on some things were just horrific. Uh, but um, yeah, so graphically, not the greatest. Uh, when you're in cutscenes and stuff, it's fine. Uh, they do a pretty good job of trying to hide all the kind of um, seams of the 
of the Nintendo Switch, you know, being welded together over all this time. I mean, dude, we have got to be close to another Nintendo Switch fucking We console. have to be, dude. Like, Fuck I feel sakes. like that all these all these releases that are coming out are just the same story, Cap. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a real like, shame. It must, it must be really hard as a dev, Cap, you know, trying to create a game that is current now and fitting within the specs that you're you're trying to release a game onto, you know, it's It makes me wonder how games like Bayonetta um, 3 are going to look on the Nintendo Switch because, dude, there was one moment where I came out of a encampment on this game and, like, there were all these animals in front of me and they weren't even that far away. But obviously there was the magic number of animals on screen where it was just like, okay, game has to now do them at half FPS and they were walking around at, like, fucking you know, like sketch, like the flip, flip book fucking style. And I was just like, oh, dude, that looks so fucked. But look, despite that, yeah. the combat yeah. system is really fucking solid. Uh, so you, you basically can flick between your different six characters. Those characters all have different classes. Uh, and so they loosely get split into um, healers, tanks, and attack. And you can kind of, you know, choose what you kind of want to do in terms of different arts. So Mm. the whole combat system revolves around you using arts, which are like your special moves. So you um, auto attack. And then when you auto attack, you can use an art to cancel your auto attack and get it happening quicker. And so the whole idea is kind Mm -hmm. of trying to use these arts at certain times to um, do combos and shit. Mm. Um, Now, those all kind of flow into one another. And you you kind of earn uh, gorge to get your special moves, and as the game progresses, you can then turn into these special mechs that fucking do all this other shit. It is very fucking radical and looks really fucking cool in combat. So uh, the combat is really good. The combat's really cool. So and looks really really fucking radical when your dude kind of melds with another of the party and they turn into this real fucking cool like mecha thing. Although almost sort of Evangelion anime. Mm um esque so like i would say cool mech not lame mech um so that's pretty fucking rad um but yeah so overall game's pretty good i think where the game does suffer a little bit is in its exploration there's not an awful lot of reason to explore apart from just finding these random collectibles all through the world which was a little bit um sad but i mean the game's got enough draw to keep me involved i definitely want to finish the game because the storyline of the previous games are pretty fucking radical, so I'm pretty keen to give this one a a real good crack. But yeah, if you're if you're looking for a, a bit of a JRPG, um, I probably wouldn't suggest jumping straight into three if you haven't played the previous ones because the story is going to be a little bit uh, Jesus Christ, what's going on here? Uh, but also, I feel like you're going to miss a bit of the fan service that's sort of coming in with this this newer game. So probably give the older ones a crack. Look, number one has been remastered um, for the Nintendo Switch. Number two is still really good as well. Um, but, yeah, number three definitely seems to be, like, the 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 next stage Bruce in that one. particular thing. Yep. But, yeah, yep. so I think, uh, yeah, the only things that, that really stand out to me are probably the graphical kind of <laughs> implementation and, and just, unfortunately, that's just how the Nintendo Switch is. And mm. probably uh i feel like in number two they kind of had this thing where it was almost like a pokemon thing going on so you could get these blades and these blades turned into certain like creatures that would fight along with you and then they kind of they don't have that in number three and it doesn't really seem to be something in that same vein really um so you're kind of missing an element yeah it just kind of felt like that was a really fun thing because you Pokemon like thing, blade mm. thing. And you'd be like, oh fuck, I've got a rare blade, which and and they're super fucking rad when they're rare. 
but it doesn't really have that in this. Instead, what okay. they kind of do is you, all your different characters can kind of take each other's class and and mix and match their class with different things, and and they basically rank up through other classes, and and depending on that particular character, they might have certain affinities with that particular class. So that's kind of the middle point that they've met. But um, but yeah, look, overall, um, it's 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 pretty fucking good. If if you like um anime kind of JRPG games, I think I've really been hankering for a good JRPG, and this is definitely fitting the bill for me at the moment. So. Um, yeah, format, yeah give it a give it a fucking crackaroo so yeah well. um but yeah that's uh xenoblade 3 now grizz hmm. another jrpg <laughs> yep <laughs> nia automata now we're gonna just kind of brisk over this grizz because uh hmm. we've um the the, <laughs> the pre-show i went i think went a little bit too fucking long <laughs> yeah the pre-show <laughs> was a bloody yeah a, a big one yeah biggie. but but um, yeah, so look, uh, just to give people a bit of a rundown of what's happened. Uh, so Neo Automata has been out for a long, long time now. It's been out for uh, quite some years. Uh, and uh, basically someone shared a video uh, on the Neo Automata uh, subreddit showing them a secret door that no one had ever seen in the game before. And to give you some more context about Neo Automata, it's one of these weird games where there's like like hundreds of different endings and shit going on. So for something like this to happen, it's a very big, it's not big in the sense that it's expansive. It's just big Mm. in the way that you can approach the game in different ways to get different endings. Right. So the fact that there was this special door that just opened it up into this church uh, that had all these references to other games and maybe some kind of weird, like augmented reality thing going on um, led people to believe, holy fuck, did they, add this randomly uh the devs and are they alluding to something what's going on here was a big wild goose chase people were just like i can't how the hell do we get into this door we can't find this door how did you get there uh people were shitting their pants now to give even more context to this it was basically believed that you couldn't really mod this game because there's no modding tools that supported it anyways so everyone believed that the footage was everyone thought it was 100 legit yeah. yeah, so it yeah. caused a real fucking stir in the Neo Automata um, community and people were trying to figure out what it all meant. They thought that the uh, the lead developer, um, he's quite a, a funky kind of individual and he, he's um, quite quirky, so they thought he was leaving some weird breadcrumbs for people. So, um, And he said absolutely nothing about it. And um, Anyway, so it's all kind of been unraveled since uh, another video was shared by the same people and they kind of just alluded to the fact that actually it's completely modded um we hope that you enjoyed or had a bit of fun with this uh, we do apologize if anyone is angry at the fact that this is modded content but um we have modded the game and added this <laughs> in ourselves so um yeah so basically uh yeah unfortunately uh you know sort of um bringing uh bringing a few people down to the fact that uh, there isn't any more content involved mm. for this particular game um but so uh, they're going to be releasing their modding tools which i thought was actually kind of rad of them so they've Good way actually to created the mod tools cat pick up a absolutely bit of and yeah but um, it's kind of rad they basically created their own modding tools for this game because they just didn't exist um so mm-hmm. very, very fucking rad. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, basically that's that's kind of the long and short of the story. It, it does go into a lot more depth. So if you're interested in Neo Automata or, or what's been sort of happening with their modding community, go and check it out. It's um, quite an interesting read. Uh, so yeah. Now, Grizz. Yes. Have you looked at this new Simpsons Hit and Run I remastered saw this. 
a while ago around the person creating this. I'm just going to open this video. I haven't had a look at it since, but dude, it looks awesome, hey? Uh, yeah. Now, my first question to you here, Cap, um, and maybe we'll post this in the Twitch chat for people to have a look at, if you would so please, is is this a remake or is this a remaster, Captain Perth? Good question. Now, maybe it's a good time to kind of talk about our poll really quickly. Uh, yeah. So do you want to go through the the poll question for this week, Grizzly? I can, mate. I can. Give me a sec. I'm just pulling it up. Two shakes. All right. OGR poll time. With the lines blurring more days, uh, more and more these days, do you think there is a difference between using the word remaster versus remake to describe a video game? Do you want to give us the results, Capo? Have you got them handy? Otherwise I do I have them handy. Uh, so we had another big poll for us, um, which was great. Probably our, mm. our biggest one yet, I dare actually say. Or maybe not. No. Uh, pretty big, though. 39 votes in total, which is large for one of our polls. 10.3% uh, of people said no. 89.7% of people said yes. So they mm -hmm. do believe that there is a big difference between using the words remaster and remake. Now, the reason we kind of posted this is because, I mean, I've listened to a few, I listen to a lot of gaming podcasts and, and you know, hear people here and there. And there is a kind of subsect of people who go, oh, well, what's the difference? Like, you know, there's, mm. I don't really understand. Uh, now, um, we had some really great um, kind of comments on this poll and, and thanks to Sukai, uh, Blue Streak and uh, Risky uh, for chucking in uh, their two cents. Now, um, Sukai said, in my mind, a remaster is staying true to the original, just giving it a shiny new coat of paint. A remake is the reimagining re of the original coming at it at a different angle. Yeah. Uh, now, Blue Streak mm -hmm. said, in my opinion, a remaster is essentially updating the original base game, e.g. updating uh, graphics, sound, etc. Uh, like uh, The Last of Us remake, uh, remake is a complete over. Uh, uh, whereas uh, a remake is a complete overhaul of the original. New cast, VO, concept design, look at uh, Final Fantasy VII compared to the VII remake. Mm -hmm. Now, um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with, with both those guys there. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that... I think that's exactly how where I kind of go. A remaster is kind of an update to the original base engine, uh, mm. and that might include new assets or updated assets. But generally, they do a pretty good job of trying to keep in the same vein of what that original game was. Now, um, yeah, I think Final Fantasy VII remake is an exceptional example of a difference between a remake and a remaster, and then the remake being in a complete overhaul, built from the ground up again. Uh, yeah, which is obviously what The Last of Us is going to be the the new Last of Us Part One remake. So, um, yeah, yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy VII introduces a new combat mechanic and other bits and pieces, but still leverages off that old story. And yeah. uh, and I mean, like Final that. Fantasy VII yeah. remake is um, mm. it does it's not even turn based combat. So you know, it's it's um, yeah. quite a big deviation. So I think that's um, that's where we stand absolutely and definitely agree with. Uh, your your comments. Thanks for dropping them in there, guys. Appreciate it. Now, now the hit the hit and run mod cat. Is it a remake? Is it a remaster? What is your opinion here, man? I think your opinion? Uh, uh, well, they're using the original engine um, for the most part. Um, so to give you guys an idea of what's actually happening with this, uh, a fan uh, has basically um, begun to redraw all of the cutscenes and re-add them back into the original game. And they've overhauled the graphics engine of the base game to give it a more kind of um, more cartoony feel, uh, less uh, less kind of uh, 
3D because the uh, the original game was kind of like 3D polygons, and so the the new game looks like hand drawn. It looks nuts. Yeah. It's 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 quite crazy. Fantastic. Some of the screenshots that they've shown off with the new graphics engine, so it looks very fucking cool. Um, but yeah, so I, I would say this is a rem- uh, as they said in the title, it is remaster, and I'd, I'd definitely tend to agree with that because it, it is mm. kind of uh, basically kind of tidying up the original, the original, uh, the original engine. So, do you agree, Grizz? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was just having a look at that now, and yes, I tend to agree. So the fact that they're using the original cutscenes and and redrawing based on those, yep, I, I think a remaster is the correct terminology here, Capo. Now it does look very freaking rad. Just um, the amount of effort that's gone into uh, just just the graphics engine in particular, and and kind of representing the characters uh, in a way that looks much more like a Simpsons episode than um, the original game. Kind of looked a bit more polygonal and and just um, you know it just looked like an old video game. That's basically what it looked like. So um yeah it's quite impressive what this developer has been able to fan create so now cap just coming off the back of this this game was a huge hit back in the day and people have been Massive. screaming out for a remaster of this for ages haven't they mate? Yeah. isn't that uh, like one a... of the most famous well uh, one of the most famous australian speedrunners that um floats around is a uh, simpsons hit run uh is that right? runner yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, come in, this is the, you, like the original GTA or something, isn't it? Don't you go drive well, in the yeah, car? Yeah. It, it, like, it's definitely got a GTA and... vibe to it, but it's it's just a classic game. I remember playing it as a kid with my brother, and it was um, mm. just fucking really good. Uh, mm. But yeah, very very cool game. So keep an eye out for that mod. I'm sure that it'll it'll get a point three million views at the moment. So it's um, it's, it's copped a lot of views. It'll yeah. be interesting to see if. Um, if whoever owns the rights to Simpsons cracks the shits over this, but um, mm. I would have thought that that would have happened by now. So, um, yeah, uh, Fox, Pav is saying. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would have thought maybe maybe they would have cracked the shits about this and maybe sent to you, see some fucking assist, will you, pal? Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll fucking see. So there you go. Now, Grizz, hey, do you want to introduce what's the- happening? I can. What? I can. I will, I will talk, do you want me to talk about this Steam banning thing, mate? Or should we just yes, I do. a quick fire? Okay. No, no, All right. So Steam is banning review scores and award logos on the marketplace artwork from September. Um, so essentially, uh, they've released this new set of rules uh, for any video games sold on the platform. Now, the reason why they're doing this, Cap, is uh, reviews change over time. Um, and so they're trying to keep game devs honest. And an, an example here is. Uh, let's say No Man's Sky, for example. If you look at their original review score when that game first came out, it was a steaming pile of shit. Not that they'll be trying to market that, but they just want there to be more honesty and you know let the game speak for itself. The review system on the Steam store is already really accessible and easy to get on and have a look at. So just really keeping those devs accountable. None of this uh, clickbaity nonsense around five critics say nine out of ten on the review <laughs> score. Uh, Rated best video game by Captain Perth TV. They're just going to keep it nice and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice and easy, Love mate, it. and let, let the game art work uh, that the devs have worked hard on uh, speak for themselves, mate. That's I it. think that's great. Now, the only thing I think on the other hand, though, Grizz, mm. is um, review bombing and stuff. You know, how are they going to address that? Uh, because, you know, if you're going to take away something like that for the devs, then maybe you need to give them something that's going to help them navigate you know, you know, rough waters where shit like that's happening. Does the Steam store suffer from review bombing? Absolutely, it does. 
Does it? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. Absolutely, it does. Yep. Yeah. It I don't sure know. Does, I don't know. Friend. I don't know how they'll how they'll manage that. I mean, to be yeah. honest, Cap, I've never noticed stickers and review scores on games in the in the Steam store. It's not something that I've openly gone. Oh, I don't like that. It's definitely so. something that I look at. Sometimes I'll see Is a game okay. and I'll go and click on the page, and it'll be like, uh, you know, mostly negative. Or it's it's also very interesting to see. You know, because they have overall reviews and then recent reviews, which I think helps Sorry. a little bit. I was actually talking about the picture, the artwork. Yeah, yeah. Have you, ever, have you noticed it on the artwork? Like oh, the- no, not on the artwork. Sorry. I'm, I'm talking more about like, so obviously, you know, ultimately that's yeah. good for consumers, right? Yeah. Um, but I still believe that, you know, how do we address this kind of review bombing culture that we have where people, you know, oh, you took away my favorite gun in Destiny 2. I'm going to review bomb you now. You know, I'm going to be I'm going to be uh, a little bit controversial here, Cap, and say that the critic scores on Metacritic are generally a decent way because yeah, I'd agree. They, with are, that. they are people who are professional reviewers. Um, yeah, that do that. Mm. I don't know. What uh, do you reckon? I don't know. Well, maybe not for <laughs> me and you, Cap, because we like shit out of it. We we don't like the fucking. I don't know, man. GTA I've seen a few. Dark Souls fucking reviews and just thought you were a fucking yeah. idiot. Like you yeah, were such a the same dickhead. with um, Return. Going too fucking hard, you know. Like, fucking yeah, exactly. Smashed by the critics. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, Grizz. Like I, I think the I think uh, it would be cool to see Steam mm. maybe try and do better rewards for people who create good reviews. Um, and I'm not talking people who get paid by IGN to go and do reviews. I'm talking about people who maybe you as a community member, you might like enjoy writing some reviews about the games that you played. And if mm. you create a good review that people rate really well um, and it kind of promotes you as a community member to create actual thoughtful content and reviews. Um, so, and maybe you could go so- and follow those people, you know? If, so if you kind earn, of align. earn kind of clout kind of thing, and maybe if you've yeah, well, maybe clout. you get some steam currency if you if you do okay. a decent job. I, like I know, that, like, mate. I like that. Yeah, um, Nibby saying you can uh, give uh, awards on steam reviews, but I don't know. I feel like it'd be interesting to see a bit more go behind that to actually. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know what the the solution is to something like review bombing, but. Mm-hmm. Anyways, just a little fucking Captain Perth five center for you. There you go. Pow. Pow. We are um, well over time, Cap, but lucky it's quick fire time. Yep. Let's pump out the quick fire yeah, real fucking real quick. quick. Um, yeah. yeah, bit of a longer episode, but um, I'm sure you guys will enjoy it on your commute to work tomorrow. Should 10 right. seconds per quick fire. Let's fucking quick fire the shit out of the quick fire. All right. Quick fire. Pew, 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 pew. All right. So let's go, baby. Black Panther. The Marvel IP is getting its own mm-hmm. open world game, Grizz. Sounds like it's it's in the works. <laughs> it's freaking happening. Uh, is it going to be an MMO cap or what? I, oh, I don't a... think so. I reckon it's just going to be just a fucking run-of-the-mill run open world action kind of, you know, game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually never seen uh, the Black Panther movie, so I don't even know where it would take place. I don't know what the fuck would happen. I don't watch first... any Marvel stuff, so and we've I spoken didn't about even this read the quick fire caps. This is the first time I've ever heard about it. So there <laughs> he you doesn't go. even know the IP. Uh, so yeah, so there you go. Get excited for that now. Um, it looks like uh, there's been a, a leak, Grizz, for the next Star Wars mm-hmm. Jedi uh, game, <gasps> which was the yes! uh, the Fallen yes! Order game. Uh, oh, the new one's called Survivor. 
uh, March release date next year, potentially. Uh, yes. that's what, so it looks like what happened, Grizz, was the PSN store mm-hmm. accidentally released some information about it, suggesting <laughs> that it might be coming out in March 2023. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay. So The best uh, thing EA has ever done game. right there, Cap. Let's hope yeah. they don't fuck this one up. Yeah, that is probably the best thing they ever did. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, Grizz, now next one on the quick fire list, uh, mm. Tactics Ogre, which is a Square Enix property. Uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a Final Fantasy Tactics-esque game. Uh, okay. Now, this is getting a re-release in November uh, 11. So here's another uh, R word for games that we, uh, we've we come across. Mm-hmm. Remaster, remake, re-release. Uh, now, I would say this is not maybe not quite a remaster, but they're adding a bunch of new shit to the game. So um, uh, where are we? <laughs> it, does, so, it does say remaster on this article. But uh, when I'm reading, it says re-release. But yeah, it kind of looks like a bit of a re remaster to me. It looks like they're they're revamping the AI. Um, they're doing a bunch of stuff to the level system. Uh, numerous pl- re- uh, sorry, numerous playability improvements such as quicker pace of battle, autosave, complete overhaul to the controls. Um, they're also fully voicing in English and Japanese. Uh, they've mm. redone the score with live performances. Um, and they've got a rewind system, a bunch of other shit, additional combat, uh, additional in-game content. Actually looks quite rad. So uh, if you have played maybe another tactics game and you're interested in this kind of um, style of game, very, very uh, well-received game. I never played it, but um, I had a few friends that really enjoyed this one. But uh, yeah, so there you fucking go. Now, Grizz, yes. of the Rings. Now, Cap. I asked you about this. Where was Gollum at uh, at the Summer Game Fest? I was like, where's Gollum, mate? And I you couldn't answer a, my question. showed him YouTube. I can't remember. Uh, it's been a good while. But yeah. Lord of the Rings Gollum has been delayed. I reckon that the whole chat doesn't even know what Lord of the Rings Gollum is. It's like a you play from you play as Gollum essentially and it's like a it's your story um in the in the Lord of the Rings world. So looks pretty rad. It also Stealth looks game Grizz. Stealth game. Looks a bit indie-ish, Cap. I still haven't made my mind up whether it's going to be good or not yet. The idea of it seems cool, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I suppose we'll see how it's executed. Now, there wasn't actually an original um, uh, an original uh, release date announced for this game yet, Grizz. So uh, I believe there was suggestions that maybe it was September, but unfortunately mm. it looks like... You know, they said that they've delayed it by a few months. So even if September was, you know, the case, it's probably not going to be till start start of next year. So uh, mm-hmm. just a little fucking FYI for y'all. Speaking of games time. delayed, Cap, I'm going to bring the last quick fire up. And I'm sorry to disappoint you, good sir, but Warhammer 40k Dark Tide has no. also been delayed, my good friend. <laughs> Dude, the timing was so perfect. Um, well, actually, yeah. probably not because actually, do you know this is probably better for me because my baby mm. is 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 releasing in uh, in October. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, not delayed. Yeah. Cap. yeah, hopefully, no delays there. Uh, but mm. um, so I think this game originally was going to be released in October or something like that, Grizz. Maybe yeah, I, I some, think it was September. Like I think oh, September rings the bell too, dude. That would have been yeah. so much better. I would have had more time mm. to play this game. But um, yeah, November might be a bit better once the dust settles on um, the new baby and we kind of, um, you know, get used to the whole sleep schedule and like kind of bits and pieces. So maybe mm. this mm. might be better for me. I don't know. Is it better for everyone else? Probably fucking not. Uh, but yeah, look, more time in the oven is always better for these games, Grizz. So fine. 
the uh, same same kind of when you're talking about people taking their time to release these games, a bit more time in the oven. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, now Grizz, mm-hmm. John Cena is fucking. He's he's. Uh, he, no one can see him, but they can see him in Fortnite. Um, is that how that goes? I can't remember how that fucking goes. Yeah. Oh yeah. They release. I reckon you'll be able to buy the skin, and it will come with that soundtrack and it would be yeah. his fucking John Cena his, thing. His little fucking John Cena thing. Would have yep. to. Um yeah. I mean frankly I couldn't care fucking less. But um apparently uh, like Fortnite is having a bit of a revival with the whole no build option at the moment. So Fortnite's always kept players somehow, dude. They just you know, I think they're reasonably receptive to what people want. You know what, I even don't mind their monetization model cap. Um the battle pass for what you pay to get the battle pass, you get shitloads in skins. But also, if you finish the battle pass, it gives you enough currency to buy the next battle pass free. That's actually kind of nuts. Yeah, I think that that for what they are, dude, Fortnite have done well. They've got it. They got Fortnite on every possible platform known to man. Switch is it on mobile phone? Probably. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I thought is it was. Yeah, I'm pretty okay, sure yeah, it is. There you yeah. go. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's uh, it's the Fortnite ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Now Grizz. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, that's an older older Star Wars RPG game that came out uh, in the yesteryear. Now, it was a fucking excellent fucking game. God, it was good. Um, yeah. They were planning on doing a remake of this game, uh, being a complete overhaul, new engine, new everything. Now, it looks like, this is what the report says, uh, a demo was shown, uh, and uh, basically the demo didn't meet expectations. And so the, the this particular remake has been put on hold indefinitely. Strangejack and Jim will be real upset about that because I dude, believe I am spewing. I am spewing. This mm. game was so fucking good, dude. And I was I've never finished the original one because I just never. Was got this around the to one it. you could play co-op and you like got your lightsaber and you work through areas? No, like side scroller. No, okay. No, this was way more. This was kind of like a three D. Not quite open world but sort of open world um rpg kind of star wars game and it was fucking baller dude such mm. a good game great story um just the whole rpg system was really well implemented and um you know you could go down different sides of the force and you know level your character up and it was fucking good it's just fucking good uh, but yeah so unfortunately don't know what's going to be happening with this ip now um yeah we'll just fucking see what happens so there you go all right grizz next one Yakuza. Eight fucking Yakuza games are coming to the games catalog on PSN. Eight. Could not fucking care eight, less. Dude. Cap, could not care less. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't give a shit either. But a lot of people fucking love these games. Uh, okay. One of my mates at work, Brendan, he mm. froths this uh, this um, this IP. And, um, yeah, I mean, it seems like it's uh, it's it's kind of wacky um, mm. Japanese gangster stuff. You know, it's it's, it's just really, it's, it's it seems good, but I just do not have time to play eight fucking Yakuza games. Um, so yeah, so yeah, but yeah, so um, if you're interested in Yakuza or giving it a crack, you can start from the beginning um and work your way up. So there you go. Now the final one on our quick fire here, Grizz, yep. Grounded, uh, which is a uh, an Obsidian IP. Obsidian, the guys yep. that did the uh, oh, fuck, what did they do? Obsidian Games. I'm pretty sure they did New Vegas. I swear they did New Vegas. No, they did. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did Outer Worlds, Pillars of Eternity. 
Um, pretty pretty well regarded. Dude, this game is great, Tyranny. by the way. Oh, dude, um, they did Overwatch. Neverwinter Nights? Fucking hello. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, we should probably play Grounded, Cap. The game looks really fun. Actually, yeah. Pav, I can see you, but they can't. But have you played Grounded? I think I've watched you play. No, you haven't? Okay. Yeah, we should definitely give Grounded a crack. So Grounded is hitting 1.0. It's coming out of early access. And to celebrate, they're also releasing it on Xbox Game Pass. So Xbox Game Pass is just becoming the fucking king of fucking Holy games. Schizenhausen. So yeah. that's coming out uh, in September um, and will be available uh, within Game Pass. Mm. So, yeah, I just thought that was pretty exciting because it's basically this, like, survival game, like, Honey, I Shrank the Kids kind of vibes. Um, you yeah. basically, yeah, you're just in the backyard and you've been shrunk down and now you've got to fight ants and shit. And just, but the, gra- cool. the blades of grass are, like, fucking trees and then yeah. an ant comes out of nowhere and you've got like a stick and you're trying to like fend off the ant. looks really yeah. cool actually. Yeah. Very, very keen to give it a crack. Uh, Nibs is saying you can have up to four characters or players oh, in. Oh, my So God. hopefully they expand that a little bit, um, but I guess that would require a balance patch. But uh, anyways. All right, Grizz. Now that, uh, that's the quick fire, baby. And that's also the episode. Appreciate you. Yeah, I think that's longer. Really- I actually looked yeah. at the run sheet and I was thinking, holy crap, we don't have much to talk about, but look at us go. Dude, we talked so long about Grand Theft Auto, which I just can't believe. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. True. Yeah, yeah. Pav is true, Pav true. about to pass out from COVID. Um, <laughs> so we, we better yeah. sign off. But thank you, Poor everyone, Pav. for, uh, as always, logging into Spotify, wherever else you listen to this podcast and giving it a play arena. Also, thank you to everyone in the Twitch chat tonight. You guys have been yep. fucking wonderful. We've had a really good uh, turnout tonight. Uh, if you want to watch live next week, uh, you're welcome to do so. Twitch.tv slash Oceanic Gaming Radio. You can come and watch mm. uh, live at 7 p.m. Australian Western Standard Time. And, uh, yeah, you can fucking be a part of it. You can fucking be in here and talk heaps of shit with Caging Run. Um, so there you go loads uh, of legends in the twitch chat tonight loads of legends big legends and we uh, really appreciate the turnout every week as always uh now we also really appreciate our patreons so thank you again guys for uh just being fucking wonderful and uh, helping us out uh with keeping uh the lights on uh within this podcast um if you want to become a patron you can do so by jumping on a patreon.com and looking up oceanic gaming radio or just check out the links within the description of this episode or within our Twitch uh, or within our link tree. So there's mm. different ways you can do sh- do that to yeah, mm-hmm. get fucking around it. Hey, now, Cap, they should definitely join the Discord too, shouldn't they? Absolutely. Jump on the Discord, come and say g'day. Um, you know, if you've got something you want to share with us, maybe an article or whatever else, um, yeah, come and, come and do that. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. Um, that's uh, uh, twitter.com uh, slash uh, OGR show. Uh, and you can also vote in the poll every week, which we uh, obviously speak about on this show. Uh, so, yeah. Mm. Anyway, so I think that pretty much covers everything. Grizz, you got anything else to say, mate? No, mate. All happy here. I'm absolutely wrecked this week, so I'm going to have a real good sleep for the whole of this week so the next episode I can be running hot, baby. Yes, my dude. Love it. And, Pav, hope you're feeling better soon, mate. We love you. Um, and, uh, yeah, lots of fluids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be back next Monday. Uh, now, as always, final thing is, and I say this every week, tell one of your mates about us. It's not fucking hard, okay? Just tell one mate. 
Tell you what if you fucking what if you're Jimmy uncle. and you haven't got any mates, Cap? What then? Well, that's fair enough because we haven't seen Jimmy in in probably three years, I reckon. And he just shows up to one podcast and he thinks he can just fucking put the smiles on and we're just going to fucking let him back in it. You know? Good fucking, <laughs> good try there, pal. Anyways, we're going to sign off this podcast here. Thank you so much for being here. Love you and see you next week on the Oceanic Gaming Radio Podcast. <laughs>